is magic. And it's complete for the touchdown. For Bennett, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. And welcome back to the Underdog Jets podcast and... My goodness gracious, that was very rarely do I have a hard time watching football. And early in the third quarter, it was just, it was almost too much. I mean, it was too much, but I forced myself to stay with it. From scheme to effort to just getting dominated in the trenches on both sides of the ball, you can't see you can't watch a football game where it was that lopsided, where the Miami Dolphins dominated the Jets to that degree. Um, it was it was just horrendous. And uh, on that lovely note, Wayne Corbett is here. What's up, Wayne? What's going on? Uh, yeah, I agree with everything you say. Uh, didn't get a chance to watch much of the game at the uh, kids' sporting events, but it uh, seemed like yeah. every time I refreshed the uh, – Score got worse and worse, and then after the game, to see you know, the first half 200 yards to four, and some of the statistics, it just uh, you can't get more lopsided. But you know, the fact that you get four yards and a half, I don't care who's blocking, um, major, major changes need to be made. Yeah, it, it was one of those, I mean, quotes after the game, Lazard, and I'm paraphrasing, he, he brought up out schemed, out efforted. Um, what's schemed? That, Say it that again. doesn't fall on the players that being out schemed is yeah. all on all on the coaches. So, that, is this the first little crack to where uh, these uh, anonymous sources and players start really going after the each other offense, yeah. defense, and the coaching staff? Yeah, perhaps because and he's not wrong, too. I mean. I was tweeting it, we'll get into some plays. I don't know how much I could stomach uh, when I bring up the film, but. All of you listening right now live, uh, ask Wayne any question on YouTube um, or Facebook or Twitter. I think it'll still come through, but YouTube preferred. It's they come out predictable, you know, and against Houston, we saw what they did in the second half. First half, regular balanced offense. And listen, if you're a head coach, if you're an OC, you want a balanced offense. That's the goal at the end of the day. Wait, wait, wait. You said it was a balanced offense? Balance in terms of why does that matter? Let let me rephrase balanced in terms of vision, in terms of what they wanted to be going in game plan. Yeah, very good call there. Um, (laughs) if you have four yards, you're either running too much or passing it too much. Yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good call. I don't care care if they punt it on third down every time. That would what be a classic. Impossible. Yeah. That would be a classic five-second snippet of a video. Hey, Sabo says they had a balanced offensive attack against yeah. uh, against Miami. 
attack is uh, attack is not the attack. Your true attack's not the right word either. What, what would uh, um, what would be a, a, a better term? A, a balanced offensive sludging, um, uh, crawling. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, it's you got to get the thesaurus out because <laughs> it was just. It, they tried to be balanced. And from the get-go, just like Houston from the get-go, they couldn't do it. They couldn't run the ball. The offensive line stinks as it is. And when you're trying to do it against loaded boxes and defenses that are specifically on their toes trying to stop the run, it's going to be tough. So I feel like they try to just be who they are instead of adapting to a crummy old line. And what do you do when you try to hide an offensive line? you got to spread it out and trust the quarterback and it may not work, but it's your only chance. Three-step design stuff, spreading it out is the only way to, to protect the old line. They didn't do that. They, they ran the ball a lot. They, you, a lot of elaborate play actions, like really tough to block elaborate play actions and screens too. You know, Wayne, you were with Mawai. Some of those screens that the jets, the Al grow jets and the, old daddy Hackett jets drew up without Mawai, They don't work. You have to have talented offensive linemen to do that. You know what though? It's like, you know, they can't block us. They can't block us. You know, D line saying that. And then um, all of a sudden they're like, wait a second. They let us go by them. <laughs> On the screen. They need, you know, they need jet sweeps. They need quick, quick throws. Uh, like I said, just spread them out. And, and listen, we, whoever's listening, we, we joke. Uh, you know, about the terminology and this and that, but um, it, you know, we're ruined for the team, but it's it's tough not yeah. to to call out, you know, based on statistics and stuff like that. It's um, it's kind of hard to report on without making it sound uh, really bad. I'm looking at the uh, Dude, if you don't if you don't laugh, you're gonna cry. So, nah. you know, if, unless you're ready for a good cry, we gotta laugh. Yeah, you gotta laugh. I actually saw a picture on um. Instagram, which was like clearly um, kind of depicts, uh, you know, what uh, what it was like. Um, I don't know if you could bring up uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. It's, Who's uh, the account was it? What's that? Do you know the it's, account? Is it on yours? It's uh, no, it's New York Jets report. You gotta see it. Like I don't understand what's going on here. New York Jets report. Shout out to New York Jets report on Instagram. Let's share this bad boy here. It just says 2023 Jets summarized in one photograph. See if you can put it up. Look at that. Which one? This the one? first one. Yep, that's pretty much it, dude. I'm. I saw that. I didn't see the. I'm like, what could possibly be going on there? I think we'll try to find that play because I just brought up the play-by-play film. Um, Before guys, yeah, it's it's insane. Becton had a tough game, man. Tomlinson was not good. Tipman, even MC, wasn't that across the board, left to right. It was just awful. And the Jets D line wasn't that good either against the Jet against the Miami O line that was beat up. Like they are incredibly injured. And they just got destroyed in the trenches. Let's yeah, let's get into that. Um, looking at the stats, even with Tyreek Hill in there, is that a crazy picture? 
Yeah, yeah we gave him a shout out. So let's get some uh, some followers and views and likes from uh, New York Jets report uh, followers. Up, oh, yeah. I'm seeing the get they're getting gashed. Jalen Waddle, 70 yards, this and that. Like, I understand they're on the field a lot, and I saw a field position. They're always starting at our side. We're never starting better than 20. What what happened? I mean, I know they got to be gassed. Amount of plays are going, but what what happened up front uh, yesterday? All right, so the first two drives for Miami were were terrific field position, and we're gonna we're gonna share it here. I'm gonna share the uh, couple of plays. Um, the first drive ended on a Zach fumble, basically, where Beckton got beat. You could nitpick and, and say you want your quarterback to get rid of the ball, recognize that it's a failed play and get rid of it. But at the same time, it was so bad up front that it's tough to. Yeah. And then the second drive, Miami started around the Jets 40, somewhere in there after a fake punt. Fourth and four, they tried to run it up the alley with with the uh, protector. I think it's Ashton Davis. And they just didn't get it. Didn't get it done. Yeah, so, where were they at for that uh, fake punt? On their own 40, maybe? Like, not not at midfield, but I didn't like it because it was the first punt of the game, I believe. Um, yeah. That was why I didn't like it. They, they've called it a lot. They've called it a, This is not Madden. They, they've called it a lot this year, um, and I like the aggression, but I'd much rather see aggression in terms of uh, putting the ball in the quarterback's hands. Yeah. This is can you see this the, can the you see my screen point? right now? Can you see yeah. my screen? Yeah. So third and uh actually I don't know if it's third. We'll we'll find out, but two two tight ends, is it? Yeah, two tight ends, double tight end, condensed split. And this is another thing I like I said, spread it out, man. Like look at the D against this look. I know it's too high. But they have that, to cover from number to number. That's it. <laughs> yeah, th- this does the defense so many favors when they're on when they want to be on their toes and stop the run. And you have to have a talented O line to get this done. Like you're not going to get it done with the JBO line. So it was play action, right? Yep, play action fools nobody. But look at that. I mean, it, it, Wilson tried to get rid of it, and it just turned into a fumble. So watch on the left side here, Beckton. Two tights. You're you're overloaded on this side. I mean, geez, look at this front. A one, a Zach's three. Head. Zach's Ooh. not even like Zach's looking at these people ready to come too. Yeah, yeah. Look at how sideways he is. He's really sideways. Uh, you, you see, and the reason why you don't, it's tough. Yeah. You don't want to do that as a quarterback is because you give away the side of the run. That's why in pitches, they teach the quarterback to pivot the other way. And if it's a right, if it's a pitch to the right side, pivot with your left foot, right foot anchor, and then pitch it this way. But unless it's a pitch, you're going to hand it off to the side you turn or play action to the side you turn. So Becton right here, he takes a step inside. I don't know why. Completely whiffs. Then you have an issues over here. Titman turns his attention to the right. I think Titman's expecting a slide to the right, which means Tomlinson needs to pick up the one tech. Beckton move right as well, and he's supposed to take this guy. I think it was a three, but no. So Titman's acting like it's a slide. The right side's acting like it's a slide. Where these guys are too, but it's just a complete nightmare. Yeah, yeah we two don't guys get in untouched. Wilson, yeah. 
turn, you, that's where he made his mistake. Wilson right here has to realize it's a failed play and just dump it at someone's foot. Yeah. But once he turns his back, that's game over. Right here, you're screwed. He should have fired at a Brees Hall. He's on the ground right there. Yeah. You can't turn your back. All right. We can break down probably every play and find a negative or two. This uh, is dude, just yeah. happened to be the worst one. Uh, you yeah, know, that was the game. first. That led to the first points of the game for the Dolphins. Picture shows uh, a, thousand, a thousand, words, yeah. thousand words. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. And the crazy thing, I mean, we got the sixth, sixth pick in the draft now. I think so, cr- yeah. It's crazy because a lot of the mock drafts have us taking receivers. <laughs> one no. good one has us taking Alt, the uh, lineman from uh, from Notre Dame. Uh, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. I'm taking Joel every time. And listen, do they need a receiver? Absolutely. But, um, you know, I'm going to target Evans hard if he makes it to free agency. And I'm going Joel every day. Look at Eagle Fang here. Robbie Zabo, do you have a photo of yourself the last time the Jets made the playoffs 13 years ago? <laughs> I still had gray hair, Eagle Fang, uh, by the way. Um, but I was much spryer back then. So I was retired 18 years ago. So, wow. Yep. How long after? 2010. Tw- January 2011 was the last time. Dakota said, um, wait, how many times when you played have the Jets beaten Miami? We be- we beat them a, a fair amount. You know, you had the edge on them. You exclude the first sure. few years. Uh, I think some of my, be- my, my best games, obviously, should be twice a year versus uh, Miami. And, and down there, um, I read... You know what? I happened to see it on YouTube the other day. It was the second meeting with you guys in Miami in 98, one of the last games of the season. You had the same record. Mm-hmm. And and the winner was that much closer to the division title. And I think you you definitely scored the first touchdown. I don't know if you finished with two touchdowns, but um, you had a big day on that one. You know, I have a breakdown of my touchdowns by the day of the week, um, the team – quarterbacks this and that you know i had my i think 40 touchdowns i think like eight or nine of them were on monday or sunday night and just as many or more were versed uh the dolphins and the patriots bills, bills. bills. yeah but the, but the miami was uh to answer your question dakota yeah we uh we play good versus miami um yeah here's uh, the all-time record right here uh, starting in 95, I mean, the first couple of years are going to be rough. Split yeah. split in 95. You won. You split them. in 95? Oh, Maybe. this is – I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you split in 95. Dolphins took both in 96, then took both in 97, Parcells' first year. Yeah. Uh, but then look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight wins you guys had over them. Yeah. From 98 until 2001. Got to win your – you got to win your your – Conference or division, you got to win those games if you're gonna compete. Like I said, we're not even we're not even talking about you know uh, <laughs> what, what what do you do you know uh, so you come on here. What do you talk about besides the same thing? We talk about history. history. We reminisce. The, Let's the good talk time. about why um, why they why get would down even why would they even medically clear him and why would he want to. Get in there. People are like, well, what if his Achilles don't hold up or this and that? What if his whole body doesn't hold up? What what if he's that's him in that picture? He's if you if you're Aaron Rodgers and you see that picture, 
Yeah. Well, you're the doctors. Wouldn't you be like, hey, let's just have a nice Christmas, have a nice New Year, <laughs> see you, uh, see you in you know, in minicamp. I mean, I don't yeah. even know why it's a consideration. It's still. Um, Salah was asked today, is Rogers going to play? And um, he still keeps saying the same thing. Rogers is in rehab until he hears different. Um, he doesn't know, and he says Rogers wants to play. Yeah, that game is this weekend. I mean, they got to make a decision. I think by Wednesday of this week. Yeah. So that's within forty-eight hours. What, what do you think, Wayne? Would you do it or would you not? Zero. Zero. Zero percent yeah. chance. It doesn't. It does nothing for you. Um, it, you know, I would say is he coming back to save Hackett's job? No, Hackett's safe because it's, it's kind of like a punt year. Everybody's safe because it didn't work out the way it was supposed to. So everybody's safe. Um, I don't disagree. You know, I think it's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's it's a shame to say it's a wasted year with having a a defense like that um, and the best punter and kicker in the league. <laughs> you know, but it's like they're all back. Why would he come back? I mean, it's been all about him every day, every week since in the last six months, and you know. Mm-hmm. It's a shame that's how it's been, good or bad, but it makes no sense in the world to bring him back. I think part of him feels responsible. You know, I, I think part of him feels bad and responsible for what's transpired. And what I would tell him is, listen, did the Jets bend over in a lot of ways to, to accommodate you? Yes. That's part of the deal. And at the same time, it, you going down, I mean, it's not your fault in terms of what transpires after that. I mean, the entire old line went down. When when you play like you did against Miami yesterday, it has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You know, and if you're a football player out there and you're you see your trenches get just run over like a Mack truck, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers is the last thing that's gonna change everything. You know what? I almost uh was Friday night, I'm doing some Christmas shopping. My buddy's like, let's just go to Miami. We'll leave early Sunday, see the game, hang out, and leave. The Thank God I didn't go, man. Yeah. You know, and, and like I said, I'm a homer, uh, but I really thought they had a better chance. Um, Me too. And they just didn't show up um, mentally, physically. It's like they never got off the, the plane. What do you see? Um, this is my question. What was said so far post game? Uh, and like I said, I saw Garrett Wilson yelling on the sideline. What what was said as an explanation, or what do you you see happening in the locker room in surviving these last couple games? What, what just, is the whispers you hear? There's just a lot of dejection. I mean, and I think the worst problem to have in a locker room, you know, this it are not so secret secret feelings right like i'll give zach wilson as an example i thought they had a better chance in this one because i i thought houston was a eureka moment for the coaching staff as in man we gotta we gotta put the game plan in the coach in the quarterback's hands in order to balance out defenses and attack them where it hurts because they're daring us to go over the top they didn't come out that way so if you're the quarterback and i'm not saying wilson deserves this you know, he hasn't played all that great, but you see that and you think, man, they, they don't trust me enough at five and eight coming yeah. off my best year to put the game plan, put the ball in my hands. Yeah. It, like that's a, 
even if it's not confronted aloud, that's a not so subtle secret. And if those if those keep piling up, it's madness in a locker room. And I feel like they're at that point where, you know, what do you do? Like, here's, here's I, I don't another know. What does um, someone told me that they have a lot of plays where whatever's happening happening, and Aaron Rodgers is on the sideline, just yeah, shaking his head. Yep. You know, I mean, Zach's his guy. So it's that either Zach or Hackett's this guy calling the plays. So, um, yeah, you know, everybody, there's going to be a camera on every single player on that sideline, uh, trying to catch somebody with the face or yelling or this and that. Man. And I've been through it. Listen, I've been through one and 15, three and 13, where midway just past your mathematically eliminated, it gets dark quicker, it's colder. Dude, it is tough to stay into it uh, mentally, but you're playing for your jobs at this point, and they got enough leadership there. Uh, they're, they're not going to cash it in, and the fans, the fans are going to come up to me and say, "Oh, don't you think they should lose the rest of their games to get a high draft pick?" And I, you know, would you think they'll try? No, no. they're not going to try to lose. Uh, I know people are upset that they won that one game that didn't get Trevor, Trevor Lawrence instead of Zach, but. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's not. That's not going to happen. They're not going to lose on purpose. Yeah, they beat the Rams, the famous Adam Gase Frank Gore game, and then I mean they beat the Browns the week after. So it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But no, you're you're spot on. They're not going to lose. I just think everyone. It's human nature too. Everyone just starts looking out for themselves a little more under the radar in these situations. Yeah. And okay, here's a question. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and Rogers, to your point about Rogers on the sideline. Point blank, I think he was questioning the play call, the offensive play call. Like, what, what, are, you, what are we doing here? I, I think that's what it was. Based on him looking at the D, knowing what they should do. And, hey, he, him and Hackett could still be tight. But, you know, people who are tight and are close should challenge each other. So yeah. I wouldn't point to that and say, hey, trouble in paradise. No, that's a that's a real relationship. Listen, you, you know what? The line is the line. Some people have bad lines. No one's had the worst as luck as us. You know, how many different starting combinations and six, our top six out of eight. But you look around the league at these quarterbacks, the uh, what's Easton Stick and DeVito and, uh, yeah. you know, Josh Dobbs coming back and all these guys, and they're I making don't. it work. You know what I mean? They're making it work with these guys and they're rallying around these guys. And it's just a shame. It's, you know, someone said, uh, you know, I'm so positive all the time uh, and other people are negative. But, uh, you know, I, I said to my son, he's in the other room. I'm like, what should I say? How can I spin this? It's hard at this point. Like you I said, listen, yeah. you can't. It's. And the thing is, Sal is criticizing himself at this very moment. He's kicking himself. And I think the main thing for him, and I say him, I single out him because he's the captain of the ship and it trickles down from him. You point to the, these other offenses making it work with injuries, you know, the same number of injuries in a lot of cases. I mean, for the Jets, yeah, the left side of the line, starting line was still healthy. Becton, Lakin, and Tipman, for all intents and purposes, is a starting center at this point. So you Gotta be chameleon-like in today's NFL and make sure the opponent doesn't expect 
what they usually expect. Don't don't let them get what they expect. Make yeah. it be the unexpected. And they try to hammer home who they are and who they want to be too much as opposed to flashing it up and jumping on someone with a surprise. And I think that's what Salah needs to say to himself in the mirror. Let's see. Ben Houston said, um, what is, uh, what's our salary crap space? How do we look as far as in the league? We'll, we'll check um, that out. That's a good, that's a good question. I know right now it's like six or 8 million this off season, but we can get rid of Lawson and that's uh yeah. Lawson's Lawson's as good as gone. Let's share this screen here. Over the cap, of course, the best. I did, shout out to Spot Track too, but for NFL, over the cap is where it's at. Um, Mosley's cap number is still the highest at 21, which is absurdly high. Uh, but the offseason will look like, I mean, it's not great right now because of the money Rodgers is going to get. Right now, it's $16.7 million over the cap, but that's not including the guys they're going to cut. Uh, so, you know, if they cut Mosley, which I'm not saying they will, if they do, that's another 10 million, uh, Dwayne Brown's another 5 million, um, Lawson, what would Lawson be another 6.3 million. So we're looking at somewhere between 30 and 40 million, basically. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Yeah. At least, um, yeah. Cause they're going to have to make some moves. I don't like I said dead money. I don't know. Um, uh, how, how that works. I mean, they've been pretty good at moving money around. And Rodgers, he moved around to get Dalvin Cook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, there's stuff they can do. Um, Uzama, too. They have a lot of candidates, veteran cap casualties to cut um, or restructure to, to clear up space. So I think they're going to have over $40 million. Yeah, here's a, here's a comment. This is my whole point. Like, Aaron Rodgers is, like, kind of – has him hostage. He gets the coaches he wants, the players he wants, and you know they made a big investment with him. They took you know took their shot. Didn't work out this year. Doesn't mean it's not going to work out. But even with everything going on, what's the news? Oh, Rogers had a one-handed interception in the scout team. Yeah, it goes back to him. He does anything. I'm just I'm looking at the comments. Who uh, Eagle Fang said that? It's just like yeah. This is uh this is what we're hearing about. Yep, it's very true. And that's there's a lot of positives with him, but there's also negatives, and, and that's part of the deal. Yeah. Um Matthias Simon, New York Jets super fan. I was 13 when I saw the Jets win the Super Bowl a lifetime ago. God bless you, Matthias. Um at least I'm not the oldest person on the call, or you know, in this chat and on the call, but God bless you. You're, you're around my dad's age, and he grew up loving. The reason why he loves sports is because of that 68 team with right. Namath. So there's a whole generation of Jets fans who have gone through the last 40, 50 years, um, you know, struggling it out, you know, save for the New York Sack Exchange, Corbett's era, Parcells starting a, a really good run where, you know, from 97, 98 to 2010, they made the playoffs in – 50% of the time, three AFC title games. So same old Jets was not the case then, that's for sure. You know what's crazy? I've talked to people, you know, fans and um, like you said, fans in their, you know, 30s, 40s, mid 40s, in their lifetime, they've never seen 
the Jets Super Bowl. Of fans yeah. have been fans for 30, 40 plus years. That's correct. And then, uh, that's that's an insane thought. And then I saw that 13 years, no playoffs is the longest for all major sports in North America. Correct. Buffalo, Buff- the Bills used to have that record at one point. Oh, my God, dude. Until Josh Allen came. And, man, I, you know, I, it, being a diehard fan when I was when I was a kid, I was really spoiled, you know, in high school with with you guys and Parcells and then college with Herm and, you know, it, it was it was a good time. So it's there's two things here. Yes, it was a huge undertaking for Douglas to come in and change things. And, you know, a lot of fans will disagree with this, but they do have a lot of talent on this roster. They do. And let me ask you this. Let's just, let's just get off this stuff. Who yeah. uh who's your pick for the uh Super Bowl uh AFC representation? I think uh Oh, you're going Super Bowl on me now? Super um, Bowl, yeah. I I I think it was Cincy and Philly I liked before the year, but I can't go Cincy now, obviously. Yeah. It's right now I'm leaning towards Buffalo. Are you? Yeah. Okay. They have figured it out in a lot of ways where they're using – since Brady took over the play calling duties, James Cook, they're using him in the red zone. Uh, defense is making enough plays, but they're led by a ridiculous offense right now with Josh Allen. So right. I'll go with the best player other than Mahomes uh, because I got to – Mahomes just doesn't have – extra bit he usually does so i'd go buffalo and afc right now is he in in miami's not in the conversation ah my no miami i i love i love mcdaniel but they have to beat a winning team they have not beaten a winning team all year still up to this point okay so until they do so who's your pick right now you got one oh, i don't know man you know it, it goes back and forth and obviously you know Who's going to get the buy? Who's going to get the home field? Uh, yeah. You know, get big advantages in the cold weather. Oh, right now, it's leaning towards Baltimore. Yeah. I didn't even think about them. I mean, did they uh, take care of business last night versus uh, Seattle? I think. They play last night? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Seattle plays tonight. Do they play tonight? Hold on. I'm losing my mind already. Philly. Philly and Seattle tonight. Um, Baltimore did win. Okay, yeah, um, you can't forget about them. Uh, tough place to play, but uh, that's the thing. In in years when we had that, you know, that buy, basically your your two games, you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you you you're you're, you're you know that one less game is massive. Um, you know, I think that uh, that'll add to it a lot. But the NFC, I mean, the Niners look. Uh, Look like the clear cut number one. Yeah, Philly. It'll be interesting to see what Philly does tonight. Here's the playoff picture: Ravens are still a one seed, eleven and three. Um, and then it's Miami, KC, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Bengals, Colts. My Bills are still on the outside looking in, but I, I I'm leaning their way right now. I, hopefully they get in. Don't make me look foolish, but. Um, I agree. NFC, San Fran. I was worried about San Fran. One of the shows we did about a month ago, longer than a month ago, 
because everything started perfectly for them and they usually get injured and they hadn't gotten injured yet. Then they got injured, but they've seemed to, to write, fix it and write the ship. So right. we'll see what happens there. Yeah. People are saying Ravens. So I can't go Ravens yet. Lamar. Did you say what? Jacksonville's up there? Yeah. Jacksonville's uh, still leading the division. So they're going to have a home playoff game in round one. It could be it could be someone like be someone like them, man. Just... Look at the Colts. Look at the Colts battling with Jacksonville for the division with a rookie head coach, Shane Steichen, who was the Eagles offensive coordinator last year. Right. The, the Anthony Richardson, rookie quarterback, gets hurt. Gar- Gardner Minshew comes in, has been the quarterback all year. How are they getting it done? You know, without their starting quarterback. It's it's offensive innovation. They run more RPOs than anyone in the league. And yeah. You know, the formula of Andy Reid and, and Sirianni and Philly and Shane Steichen, it's it's working around the league right now. Yeah. Like I said, you know, fresh, uh, fresh minds. Uh, these guys coming in, uh, turn, turning these uh, franchises around. Um, it makes you think, uh, you know, do you have the right guy uh, with the right mentality, you know, with the right philosophy, uh, should we have brought in an offensive-minded uh, head coach with a young quarterback? These yeah. are all things you're looking around the league and seeing, you know, why did it work for other teams and, and not for us, you know? Yeah, I think more than offensive or defensive-minded, you see the right guy. Yeah. And New York Jets super fan says, Ravens can't win. Lamar chokes in the playoffs. No way Lamar beats Josh Allen Mahomes. I agree, but I don't know if it's Lamar choking. If you look at him, he loves throwing inside the numbers, and he doesn't have the strongest arm. And Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the league because he throws to him all the time. Now he's hurt. Isaiah likely is piling up the stats. It doesn't matter who they put at tight end. That guy's going to be a monster because Lamar throws to the inside of the numbers. Right. So that's what he's going to have to overcome. Defense is scheming, good defenses in the playoffs, scheming against that, you know. Um, that'll be the question. Get your uh, final questions in for Wayne as we have a couple more minutes left. What do you see happening this week? Um, well, we got Christmas Eve game. Commanders. Christmas Eve. Commanders. Are you going to be going to the game? I am going. I am going. The last home game, Rogers, the Rogers date. So, I did put in for creds and I will be going. You know, what's be funny interesting. I do tons of these cameos, these videos and, you know, special occasions, birthdays, this, that, and, you know, and I'm doing a lot of the holiday ones and I'm just like, you know, hopefully, you know, happy, you know, happy holidays, you know, uh, get a, you know, win before the holidays, you know, lift the holiday spirit and stuff like that. Uh, and I keep saying it, and like these people are gonna hate me, but uh, I got everybody's hopes up that we're gonna get a win. Uh, we're gonna get a win this week, uh, or before against Washington. Year. Yeah. Uh, hey. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I listen. I don't know how many people are gonna. Be, I'll, I'm gonna go to the game, okay. uh, at least for a half. Uh, you know, just to just to show up. I know uh, Christopher Johnson invited me. Okay. Um, just to see him, and I know people don't talk. Don't talk about ownership to me. You know, those are my owners. Those are the people who I trusted, you know, who who took care of me, my family. You know, they're, they're the right family for the job. They're doing everything they can. Every time I talk to them, they're just 
what else can we do to give our team a chance to win a championship? And you've seen it. They try with Aaron. It's not their fault. Injury happens for plays and they try with this, that. So, yeah, don't ever question that to me. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, having the right guys at the right time. And we just did not have that this year. Yeah. Um, Washington. And hey, listen, they could easily beat Washington. Washington's playing terribly right now yeah. defensively. They have nothing. Yeah. So, you know, you get an angry Jets team, even if Rodgers doesn't play, if Zach is healthy enough. Yeah. It would be tough if both Rodgers and Zach are not – either one of them is not playing quarterback. But still, you know, if you don't see some fire from the Jets early in this one, it'll never happen. So I, yeah. I expect to see some fight in this one. Yeah. I do too. I do yeah. too. All right, JetsXFactor.com. Use discount code 80 and rate and review us at um, iTunes. We We appreciate it. Share this video as well. Um, Wayne, let's uh, close it down for us. Yeah. Again, you know, listen, we joke. We joke and, uh, you know, we try to, like you said, make light of it. We know yeah. the fans came out, you know, they've been coming out in the rain and all different kind of things. And, and you guys deserve a winner. You're going to get it. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't this year, but it's, it's coming, you know, and I know Mr. Optimistic, but I just kind of find it hard you know, without who they have in place and with that defense and uh, and the guys they have re-signed, uh, that it's not going to happen. Uh, barring some catastrophic injury like this year, uh, let's just finish strong and I hope everybody has a great holiday um, and, and and talk to you after, uh, after Christmas. Well said. Um, happy holidays to all. We'll catch you later. 